There are a few gym mindset hacks that we can employ to get out of our own damn way when it comes to consistently exercising and having a good workout. So if you ever find yourself chopping and changing your workout goals and programs, half-assing workouts even when you do stick to a plan, or struggling to consistently turn up and work out often enough to see and feel any progress, then you're going to get a lot out of this. I've spent over 30 years wrestling with my own inner asshole who encourages me to give up or avoid hard work in the gym. Plus, I've helped hundreds of clients now learn to stay focused and consistent in their training too. So today I'll be taking you through seven mindset hacks, which is just a fancy way of saying ways to make sure you do the fitness related things you know you should, but often in the moment would rather not do. Chris here from the Over 40 Freaking Awesome Podcast. You're very welcome to another episode where I aim to help guys 40 plus to take better care of ourselves and get in shape as we get a bit older without necessarily doing anything hardcore or weird. I am a 47 year old dad of three here in sunny Ireland and I have also been a lifestyle and fitness coach and training studio owner for men over 40 for the last 15 years. So you can grab all sorts of free guides and my $7 seven day 40 plus reset course at www.offacoach.com. I will link to that in the description too. Just click on the wee read more on your phone screen as you're listening to this episode to see those links. So back to today's topic. Why do we need these gym mindset hacks at all? Maybe you're like me, feeling older and wiser, basically like a better dressed Yoda, and you scoff at things like mindset hacks and ways of tricking your brain to do the right things because you think, listen mate, I'm a grown adult, I don't need tricks, I'm sensible, I'm smart, I can stick to the plan, no problem. But you won't because you're human and like me, you can no doubt remember dozens of times that you let your inner asshole convince you to not work out at all on a certain day or to take a break from exercising completely or to half-ass your workouts, to change the plan mid-workout and avoid doing hard stuff in the gym. So as much as I'm sure you're truly wise in many other ways in life, let's admit that we all need these sneaky workarounds and tricks when it comes to exercise. So let's start with three hacks to employ before you even go to the gym. When it comes to figuring out what to do when you exercise and how to split up your weekly workouts, the key is to not trust future you as far as you can throw them. So trick or hack number one, therefore, is to order your exercises so you definitely do the hard stuff. You need to program your workouts knowing that you will try to half-ass or skip the hard but necessary and horrible stuff. For this exact reason, do the hateful stuff first. So it's done and dusted and you can't leave it until the end when you're coincidentally too tired. I do squats and lunges first in every workout for a very good reason. So hack number two, then split your workouts so you don't skip leg day. I recommend you do multiple full body routines two to four times each week if you're doing uh, resistance or strength training of any kind, instead of a split routine where you work specific parts on specific days. This way you can't skip leg day because every day is a bit of legs day. 
Isn't it weird how nobody ever skips Arms and Shoulders Day? This approach stops you cherry-picking the exercises that you love and ignoring the ones that you hate but should be doing. But on the plus side, every day is a bit of biceps day. Hallelujah. Then on the mindset hack number three, that is to still focus on what's important to you. Have a think about whether cardiovascular exercise or weights is your priority right now and do what's most important to you first in your workouts. If cardio is more important, then don't do squats and lunges beforehand and then you have jelly legs on the treadmill and vice versa if building muscle and strength is your priority. Personally, I've learned to only plan to do 5-10 to 10 minutes of higher intensity cardio after weights anyway. There were just so many times when I planned to do 20-30 to 30 minutes after weights and then I just thought screw that and went home. So I figured out 5 minutes of cardio I actually do is better than some fictional 30 minutes that I just keep planning to do. So that's how to set up your workout plan before you even set foot in the gym so the right things get done each week instead of you winging it or just doing the enjoyable stuff. But we're not done yet because your brain will still try and convince you of all sorts of nonsense when you're in the gym. So let's talk about three more mental tricks to make sure you're making progress. So hack number four is knowing how hard to push things. Now, the important thing to remember when it comes to weight training is that your muscles really have no idea what weight you're lifting or how many reps you're doing. They just know when they are getting all messed up. So any rep range really between six and 20 is great, whatever floats your boat and is your preference. But with that in mind, it's still important to track what got you to that, oh, this is getting hard point last time you did that workout. Knowing that means then you can just aim to beat your last highest score this time. So an extra rep or an almost imperceptibly faster pace on the treadmill or an extra couple of pounds on the bar with barbell exercises. Honestly, my absolute favorite things in the gym are the one kilo or two and a half pound plates because adding five pounds to your squat or your bench press, for example, every couple of weeks helps you get as strong as an ox without ever really feeling that the weight is getting far too heavy. It's like sneaky ninja style strength building. Now, trick number five is counting your reps right. Now, this one shouldn't work, but it does. If you start counting from one for a planned set of 12 reps, a funny thing happens as you start getting tired. You start negotiating with yourself. You start thinking, hey, maybe 10's okay today, or well, how about eight reps? Then anything over six reps suddenly feels like you've done enough. But, and this is the weird bit, when you start counting down from 12, you then want closure. You want your three, two, one. It feels wrong to stop at three, having done nine reps, as you're thinking, who the hell stops a countdown at three? Our wonderfully dumb competitive brains will drive us to get to that three, two, one. And then we've done more work and pushed ourselves harder than if we had started counting up from one. And then mindset hack number six, you're probably not too tight for squats. Now I've had days when I had squats or deadlifts planned but I decided my glutes and lower back felt too tight, so I skipped them. Now, in the moment, that feels like the sensible, logical decision. You're staying safe, you don't want to pull a muscle. But 
often it's just a very smart way to avoid straining to lift a big heavy thing which we all find to be zero fun anyway. So if you feel tight, so your hamstrings, your lower back, your glutes, your shoulders, your neck or wherever, then of course you're not ready to lift heavy weights or to jump into trying to hit a personal best on something that day. But by doing things like bodyweight squats, glute stretches and mobility work for your lower body and shoulder circles and rotator cuff work with uh, resistance bands, for example, for your upper body, and then do light warm-up sets with, say, 50% of your working weight, well, that can often be enough to grease the grooves and get you ready, able and willing to lift the big heavy thing. And yes, of course, if you do all of that and you still feel tight, then just live to fight another day, leave it the hell alone. But don't give yourself an out until you've at least tried to get things warmed up and ready. And now on to our final mindset hack, something we can use after our workouts. It's a wee notepad and pencil. So during any workout, you are constantly learning things about you and the exercises you're doing. So you're learning how to do the exercise right, how to feel it in the right places, what's the best grip for you, what depth or range of motion works best for you, what weight you can maybe manage next time, things you can improve on, or just simple wee cues like pulling your shoulder blades back into the bench for bench press or your preferred foot placement for lunges, things like that. Now, these things that occur to you in the moment will escape from your memory very quickly as soon as you stop working out because your life will throw a dozen more things at you to remember. So a vital tactic to employ, whether we're calling it a mindset hack or a wee trick at this stage, is to write these things down as you go along or right after your workout because notes and scribbles like this about how your workout is gone are absolute gold when it comes to making progress and getting the most out of every workout. Now, just to go off at a quick tangent with the guys that I coach online, which is $99 to get started with, so do drop me an email for more details, I must have tried half a dozen snazzy phone apps for workout tracking, and I could never find one that was simple to use and tracked things the way that I wanted. But I persevered with using apps with clients, forcing these poor fellas to learn how to use a phone app because I felt it looked more professional to have a, a snazzy app for workouts. But then the majority of guys started yapping about the apps being a pain in the ass to use in the middle of a workout and it was too hard to make notes about how the workout had gone. So now I just send coaching clients a PDF of the personalised plan that we've agreed then they buy a wee notebook and pencil for tracking each workout. They can make notes to their heart's content. And then we catch up each week on how the individual workouts have gone. No fancy apps needed. Hallelujah. Anyway, back to our mindset hacks. Every one of those seven little tricks helps us overcome what the emotional part of our brains, the inner asshole, remember, to give it its official medical name, will try and convince us to do in the moment as we're thinking about whether to work out or what to do when we're in the gym or how hard to push ourselves. So the more that you can learn to overcome the temptation to half-ass your workouts and avoid doing the hard stuff, then the more progress that you'll make and the greater the likelihood is that you'll build the consistency that you need to stay in shape as you get older. 
So I hope those hacks have helped. Drop me an email, chris at opcoach.com if you have any of your own hacks or wee mental tricks to share or to ask about coaching. And I'll chat to you soon, mate. Take care.